The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Friday, November 13th, Ray versus Seth, the final chapter. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan, because uh, somebody can't be bothered to work Friday nights. Uh, <laughs> we were talking off there where it's like, I thought Raj didn't just like a two-man show, and I said, he loves a two-man show if that third man has to be Raj Geary. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, but hey, there's a lot to talk about tonight. Zelina Vega stole tonight. This was Zelina Vega's night, her time to shine. Uh, she timed so perfectly some tweets, the news of her release that happened from WWE completely overshadowed SmackDown tonight. Uh, it's the top story everyone's talking about. So to the public, what they saw was Lena Vega tweeted out saying, uh, I, I support unionization. Then 10 minutes yeah. later, WWE tweets out, you know, we wish Selena Vega well in her future endeavors. And there's the, the article to the announcement on WWE.com. So uh, you might think that's the reason why. Not the reason why, but she timed that and played it perfectly. Uh, it yeah. turns out her release had to do with uh, Twitch and her wanting to keep her uh, streaming channel on Twitch, where she's quite popular, and her making that a sticking point. And then she was informed of her departure this afternoon with a 90-day non-compete clause, so she can't appear on any other promotion through mid-February, February 2021. So bad, uh, bad idea, WWE, because guess what? AEW's women's division, honestly, we we get on it all the time. They've got some really good talent there, but they don't book them. They book like like no offense the champion that I really couldn't care any less about. So Selena Vega is someone that can go to that show and yes. add to it immediately. And she'll have some fire behind her still because she's smart and creative enough to create the interest in her. Her Twitch channel proves it. The interest in her Twitch channel proves it that she can yeah. get over on her own. You guys just stupidly sent her to your competitor in which they needed help in their women's division. Stupid, stupid, stupid move. Good Selena Vega. So so happy for you. And I'm just going to say this right now. Zelina Vega versus Britt Baker could be the headline feud AEW has been needing to put their yep. women's division on the map. For real. Seriously. And she could cut a promo for days. Yeah. I, was, I, I used to work her, like I said, in like mixed matches when I was going against Hernandez and his group. What was the name of his group? He had a oh, name of a group. I forget I it. But it was, the, 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 leave it to typical or stereotypical wrestling angles that they were. It was it was a group of uh, um, uh, Mexican, uh, maybe Hispanic, but it was supposed to be me oh, a group of Mexican, Mexican America. Group. 
that was something like that. And yeah. it was him, another guy I can't remember the name of, Selena Vega and Sarah Stock. Sarah Stock is amazing, by the way. Um, anyways, uh, and so we got to do like mixed uh, uh, tags where I, I think I tagged with the beautiful people versus them. Hmm. Dude, it's Selena Vega was so damn good. They weren't using her enough at the time. But um, she had a really cool story how she got involved in wrestling, too. Um, she was greatly, tragically affected uh, 9-11. I mean, I don't know if people remember that story. She lost her dad oh, that's um, right. on 9-11. And that was her goal was to make it in pro wrestling as her, you know, her, her big tribute to her dad. She's got an amazing real life story. She's an amazing girl. Everybody loves her that encounters her. Um, you know, she's one of the most well-liked people backstage, even WWE, the same thing there too. So I cannot be more excited for her right now. And it's interesting. So she was managing Andrade in SmackDown, or pardon me, in NXT. They brought her up to the main roster. She really had quite a stable there going for a while, of which she was the yes. mouthpiece. And then more recently, they were letting her wrestle uh, and get back to in-ring yeah. action. Um, I mean, they believed in her. They gave her a lot of TV time with the mic. Because she's good. She's charismatic as hell. Yeah. And she's short as heck. If you ever saw her in real life, she is so short. But, like, that says so much about her promos that she could get her fire and her heat back for her guys that she managed or herself, no matter how many times they would lose, she could get their steam back, a la Chris Jericho, the following week. And that's a really big talent. Um, stupid move. I can't say it enough. This was a stupid move, a no, stubborn a stubborn move that if WWE thinks like, oh, the other talents are going to be now, they're going to be on notice. If they fight back, <laughs> wanting to hold their Twitch accounts, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. No, they're going to say deuces. We're going to the competition. Matt, if you had to pick taking bumps or uh, streaming you playing video games on Twitch to uh, <laughs> make a living. I mean, come on. Like, video games. Video yeah. games. Yeah. Now, Matt, I'm just picturing in my mind, Matt Morgan starts a Twitch channel. What game are you playing on your Twitch channel, Matt, when you start up that Twitch channel? Call of Duty or the new Assassin's Creed. But here's really? the thing. But here's the thing. I'm a terrible sport. I throw my remote. I go. I, I used to go through remotes. I'm not joking. Once a month, GameStop down the street. I was like their best customer because I was always coming in for a new uh, controller. Terrible sport. So like for that purpose, people would probably laugh and maybe tune into it, watch me, you know, Neanderthal man get pissed at the game, calling it cheaters and stuff like that. It's a good gimmick, you know. It's solid. <laughs> I've heard worse ones before. You know, or just maybe load up and it's all just like baseball stars and like Mega Man 2, you know, just Ooh. like the old school games. It's going Good on telling baseball stories. Baseball stars. Uh, baseball stars. If you knew about baseball stars, you were really. Oh, that was the name. shit, man. Yeah. Oh, remember Sandra O oh was like, I think it was his first name. O.H. Not Sandra. That's an actress. Um, yes. Oh, was, good. oh yeah. was, a, was the grand home run champion of the world. Like more than Garen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Japanese no baseball player. stars. Uh, well, that, I mean, that's when baseball games got hardcore. The kids these days don't understand. Like when you had Nintendo baseball, you couldn't create RBI. your own team. Yeah, an RBI. You back then, like you RBI maybe would get, you would maybe get. Uh, this is before you had players, actual players. You maybe yes. had uh, city names, but not the actual teams because they didn't right. license the team logos. Oh, like that was the worst that part. Yeah, baseball part was sucked. pretty pretty pathetic. So uh, RBI RBI yeah. is what you know brung them to the dance a little bit more yeah. like mark the, the al all-stars on an rbi baseball was unstoppable yeah yeah and mark mcguire 
Oh man, like I used to play all those. I mean, all those games. And I remember, but I never got this hardcore where it was like, oh, a trade would happen. I'm going to edit my roster, try because everything has to match do, completely. Do you remember RBI baseball or no? I remember RBI. Yeah, Tengen. So, yeah. So if you pitched, yeah, and you pitched to me, and you pressed the up a button mm-hmm. as you pitched to me, that means the ball would automatically sink into the dirt every time. Yes, I would knock the controller out of your hand. If you did that, I was I'm so lazy with it. I, I was like, just Mr. Just like it was down for fastball, right? It was just like fastball, yes, fastball, yeah, fastball, yeah, yeah. side to side for a curve. It was very, uh, very rudimentary yeah. controls, but no, I remember that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be a, I'd get self-conscious when people watch me play video games and I can't talk and huh. play video games at the same time. Uh, I can't do, I can't do that. Well, I can't play a game while I'm talking very well. I think it's funny to see people show off. I was like, dude, you're playing yeah. a video game. Calm down. It ain't real life. You'd be getting your ass kicked if this was real life. Settle down. People are using green screens to stream themselves playing VR to where they can use an external... Oh, that's weird. I'm to focus. Yeah. Oh, where they can use an external view where it makes them look like they're in the game. So you can like what? see what they're seeing. Yeah. Why? Like, look online, like some of these Beat Saber videos and their games. Are, that's like, cool. You see people swinging and it looks like they're swinging the swords. It's it's what uh, it's not what they're seeing in VR. You're seeing them against a green screen in I, the virtual environment. What you sent me? Yeah. I was this close. Tell everybody what you sent me again. I sent them a link to the Oculus Quest 2 that's now for sale. So I was this close to making a terrible not terrible purchase but my wife would call it a terrible purchase where i'd go inside and i'd have so much heat for it she saw that like on our credit card statement really that I, because she's like when do you have time to play when would you have time to play would you sit there like your playstation your xbox they just sit there collect dust now like would you rather me sitting on my ass playing games or oh i don't know contributing to my city yeah I tell you, dude, cardio. Here's the crazy thing. My wife gives me a little heat too, where it's like, don't you have work to do things like that? I'm like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to play Beat Saber or Synth Riders, one of these boxing games. And you know what's amazing about this, Matt? Think about cardio. We're completely off topic here, but this is valuable. This is a service to the fans that should take care of themselves. Think about how boring cardio is. You think, oh, I'll listen to music. I'll listen to podcasts. You know, maybe I'll watch TV and you're trying to get through it. So imagine you have a game, so you get to listen to music that you love because you can put in custom songs. Um, yeah. And there's a game aspect where you're trying to hit things in sequence and you're moving around, you're working up a sweat, you're getting your heart rate going. So I find myself doing 30 minutes on that. And then I stop. And then 15 minutes later, I'm like, oh, maybe I want to play some more. You know, and I'm doing like two or three hours of cardio a day because it's game. Are you of sweating? Fun. Are you sweating? I'm sweating like crazy when I do it. I have to keep cleaning okay. out the inside of my headset. Uh, because good. it's just like, yeah. And it, you know, I checked, uh, my heart rate, my heart rate's getting up just as much as when I do yoga, you pick danceable songs, you know, and stuff where you're moving a little bit more and the patterns are more complex. Um, and, songs. Yeah. Well you pick stuff. I mean, okay. So I like to play, um, sometimes heavy metal cause it's fun just to like bang along or like I was playing like Limp Bizkit's, uh, Mission Impossible 2, uh, uh oh uh, what was it take oh. a look around or yeah take yeah. a look around so i'm playing that and that's fun because you're like dun 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 and you're hitting and smashing it but no i mean you put on like a uh, little mix or uh bts or bruno mars or daft punk and uh, you find yourself grooving with it so you're you're hitting uh you know you're doing the the moves and hitting the blocks but at the same time like your feet get moving you get going with it it's like a full body workout and then you get these boxing games and you're holding the handles and you're like it's actually uh measuring your force of your punch when you're going, you're doing time to the music. So for me, having a game element to it, I get so bored during cardio. This is what's made VR has made it like I haven't missed a day since I've had it for three weeks now. Hmm. 
can't remember the last time I could say that about any cardio. So, Brett Murphy, yeah, look, look for my Twitch channel soon of my terrible dance moves in VR. Uh, Brett Murphy, five dollars, uh, <laughs> two seven twenty one. My prediction: Raj will get super drunk, go shirtless, watching the weekend, perform the halftime show, and end with the Macho Man "Ooh Yeah" line. I take it this is Super Bowl reference here. Oh, two seven twenty one. Yes. All right, Brett Murphy. Good stuff, Brett Murphy. Yes, uh, Dustin Eck, $5, saying, as Alina's talking about on our Twitch, 45 minutes of her talking about, she's devastated, crying, WWE uh, effed up on a valuable asset. Yes, the, they did. She and ate, the, slept, and drank this business, you guys. You have no idea what a big fan she was growing up. Like, we all were, but she especially. So F them for doing this. Sorry. And uh, the Twitch thing seems like a weird hill for WWE to die on. Right? Just yeah. give it up. Like, seriously, this is the closest you guys have ever been to a union coming mm -hmm. like holy crap i'm agreeing with uh, uh what's the uh, andrew yang uh, yes i was so excited to see him write that and i've been yeah and he's talking about Selena since tonight backing up what he said you know what i mean yeah. going i thought that was awesome wait did he he commented on selena vega he did and said vince mcmahon is still on his radar he has not forgotten about vince mcmahon so Me and Andrew uh, Yang will agree on this wholeheartedly. Go Andrew Yang on this. You should you should get on his podcast. That would actually be really interesting. He's got the Andrew Yang podcast. He's had uh uh he had a uh, Dolph on there. He had uh Jer no uh, he was a guest on Jericho's podcast. But uh, what it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean Andrew that Yang is, is like a big wrestling fan. Awesome presidential candidate. I think that's amazing. Yeah. He's making the most of it, um, especially in our genre, which nobody ever usually gives a crap about. With wrestling and wrestlers. Oh, so, yeah. I hope this budget something. You know what I mean? Because this is the closest I've ever seen us coming to. Like, I'm, I have quotes. I can't even tell you the articles that it's in. But a few articles. One of our, one of our listeners actually mm -hmm. uh, just wrote something. Uh, I was really proud of him. He did a good job on the piece. And I'm waiting for him to send it to me. But oh, cool. um, it's about the unionization. And getting yeah. both sides of the argument. And... Uh, it's so needed. And WWE's been doing, I got to give them credit, guys. I don't just hate on WWE. I worked there. I lived out my childhood dream being able to wrestle and work there. Like, no joke. So I'm appreciative of that. But <clears throat> at the same time, I, I don't just sit there and crap on them, obviously, for the sake of it, right? Do it yeah. because it's something that is so needed. And they are future thinking. I, for the most part, guys, I would, you know, with Stephanie McMahon, I always try to give her credit because I think her and Hunter are pretty much as caught up to what, what we need to be doing with the business. So that's why I'm surprised to see them not doing this yet. Um, yeah. and I'm hoping this is the impetus to get it started. You know, like I said, once that, uh, what, the Oliver piece came out, my phone, mm -hmm. like, like no joke, it did blow up with other elected officials in the state yeah. of Florida on both sides of the aisle. But, um, mainly cause I'm a Republican, you know, not to get all political, but so a lot of my, you know, Republican, uh, um, what do I call them? Other elected officials <laughs> yeah. called me like, you got to be shitting me. Like, you guys don't have a union. I'm like, no, like you're just finding this out now. <laughs> and they're like, it's, we, it's... why would we know? Like, we don't watch wrestling. So I don't know. I just assumed it like any other sport. Matt. It, it is kind of funny because the Republican platform is usually very much, they call it right to work, is not the biggest proponents of the union. But it's funny yeah. for the Republican Party to look at WWE and be like, we're not pro union, but that's kind of effed up. 
You right? know, it's like uh, it's like Dave Mustaine was famously kicked out of Metallica. Yeah. Metallica, notoriously a band of assholes and hard partying alcoholics. He they looked at Dave Mustaine. They drew the line. That's yeah, they, they said, the line. "Dude, you've got a problem. Uh, here's your bus ticket. Go home." What does that say, though? Poor How Dave Mustaine. How much of a dick must Dave Mustaine have been? Poor guy. For Metallica to be he like, was messed up. You. He was. He was on drugs, though. The poor guy. Did you watch some kind of monster that documentary from 16 years mm -hmm. ago? Of course. When he reconciled with uh, Lars. Yeah. Lars. My favorite part when he's like, "I've sold 20 million records, but it's still, it's still just not the same, man. It still just haunts me that I'm not in Metallica." And it was like, "Dude, 20 million records, get over it, man. Like you did pretty right. okay." Like I followed him wherever yeah. he went after that. I love Dave Mustaine. Yeah. No. But uh... I don't know, dude. Like I, I know we're talking off topic here, but like this is a big deal. Yeah, and I really do hope that this is the start of it because it's going to make sure like they've done the right thing with concussions now. Right. They've done the thing with offering rehab rehab yeah. guys. Do you know how expensive rehab is to send any talent that's ever been in that company ever to rehab? If you want it, that's insane. And yeah. I think that's amazing of them. So like this is the next step. WWE. You can do it. We need you to do it. Please do this. No, absolutely. Mitch Orobsky, Canadian $5. That's like $4 American saying PS5 is better than SmackDown tonight. Listen to you guys recap while oh, I play. Cheers. No question, Mitch. That, that's not even debatable. Uh, he's correct. Madden's Elite $5 saying, Matt, it's been forever since we've seen you. I just tuned in. What have you been doing? Sorry if you answered this already. Now, Matt, I know there's a snarky comment to be made here, but I think some people maybe don't know. Snarky? We're not, okay, if this is a wrestling match, right? I'm the heel. And let's say good old, what's his name? Madden's Elite? Yes. Oh, I get it. Madden's Elite uh, is the baby face, right? Ding, ding. The bell just rang. I'm supposed to shine you up, make you good, make you look really good, right? Look, make you look like you're going to take giant off his feet. No, I'm going straight to the heat. Big boot to the mush. Thanks for coming. One, two, three, foot on your chest. Jobbing you out, brother, for that insulting comment. No, I'm just joking, but not really. Um, I've been here on the show that you were supposedly watching. Well, you took like a week off to campaign. So Matt uh, ran for re-election in Longwood as a city commissioner. Wait, wait, time out. I took, well, how many episodes did I miss? Two? Maybe, I, maybe three. I could see... Now, in fairness, there are fans us, of this podcast. The least amount of episodes. That is actually kind of impressive. Of I'll just I'll just say this: you're not exactly Mr. Punctuality, but your track record for showing up <laughs> is better than uh, than anyone else on this podcast. Because I committed to it. If you get if you're sign up, you have to do it. That's the way it works. I get it. Uh, Justin Lopez about Zelina saying she was very humble on her stream just now. She said, "I stood my stood my ground and they saw it another way." I'm not bitter, just heartbroken. Oh, I don't want to hear this. No. Oh, you guys are uh, such a sweet person. Well, here's the other effect. Justin Lopez, 499, saying also WrestleVotes has tweeted that after she was released, her husband, Aleister Black, asked to be moved back to NXT, and he was denied. So that's the rumor right now, of course. Stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. Uh, for the details, if oh, uh, that indeed can be confirmed. If he was denied, guys, oof. I don't want to start any rumors, but yeah. I'm telling you, that's probably because they're going to release him next. I hope not. I hope not. God, I hope not. Does he uh, make money off of that page too? Off of uh, is, off Twitch? Is his good? Is his Twitch good? I is he Twitch? Is I don't know if he has a Twitch. Well, no, no one does anymore. You had to take it down. That was part of the deal. Leon's Duncan five dollars saying got off work early. 
So there, you're here on a Friday, Leonza. A horrible feud, but Rollins and Mysterio had great matches. It also, did. Chelsea Green out of nowhere. I wonder if she was originally scheduled. We're going to get to that. We had a, a very interesting debut tonight with Chelsea Green. And I say interesting, not in the way like, oh, it was fascinating. It's fascinating like how they did this in such a weird, low-key way and the way it went down. So we will uh, get into that. And the chat is just blowing up. People talking about Tecmo Bowl. Uh, yeah, Jordan versus, yeah. Uh, Bo Jackson yeah. all day in Tecmo Bowl. Uh, Jordan versus Bird, all the great. Oh, the yeah. Great. Yeah. Dude, I used to do the dumb contest on that game all the time. Oh, yeah. You look at the graphics on that stuff now, and you're just like, how? How did we Dude, think this kiss, was so cutting edge? Kiss the Rim was like the yeah. one I would always try to do in the dunk contest. Was Jordan just, from the side of the rim where you like get his body sideways and like do this little side dunk? If you showed a child today who plays video games, the games we Our, grew up on, they could create it. These kids now yeah. take uh, what's the name of the class? I saw them starting off in my county. Oh, STEM County? No, um, uh, oh. um, where they create, oh, god dang it. No, it's it's uh, um, not formulas. What do you call it? Oh, come on, you know what I'm talking Programs, about. Programs, programming, computer programming. Programming, but they're doing it at age five. Wow. What well, is the name of Damn it. That kind of makes sense. Nuts. I mean, um, so I, now, now granted, I was in the gifted and honors class in second grade, Shock. but I remember uh, they had us do logo on the Apple IIe where you had the turtle and you drew the vector graphics and you learned to do plotting. So it was like, it was like basic. Um, it was like basic programming. And of course my basic would always be like line 10, print F U line 20, go to 10. And then it would just scroll F U F U F U in an infinite loop. (laughs) That was the most hilarious thing ever to me when I was uh, seven years old. Uh, I read John again, $5 said, sorry if you guys talked about this, but Vega getting cut is beyond messed up. Keep people with shady things, but a great talent who wants a union. That's the thing. They can control people. I mean, you want to talk about the weird psychology of this shit? And this is like some weird, like, like Suge Knight death row psychology is it's like, I think people that have substance abuse problems, people that have had uh, allegations against them. I think WWE feels like, oh, we got a lock on them because what are they going to do? We could fire them at any minute. minute. They know they're on thin ice, so they're going to jump through hoops. But you get someone who's an independent thinker, who's smart, who knows their business, who asks questions. And who tries to talk to other people and say, hey, don't you think it's weird, X, Y, and Z? That's who WWE wants to get rid of because those are troublemakers. So so here's the thing. She's the furthest thing from a troublemaker, though. That's what she – she's not the type to be talking shit backstage, getting the girls together and like, let's revolt, girls. Like, that ain't her. She's the best team player, one of the best I've seen. I'm being dead serious. I'm not saying it's because she's a friend. I'm being dead ass serious. Um, this makes no sense to me. It just doesn't. Mm. Even on the money-making part of this, this makes no sense. She was getting two of your talents over that desperately needed a mouthpiece. And she herself can get over as a wrestler, talent, whatever you want to book her as. You don't get rid of someone like that, especially for something as hot topic as this. This was a stupid decision. You just put a magnifying glass that you did not want over you. With, again, someone like an Andrew Yang. Are you shitting me? You guys don't want that. Now we have uh, between her and Paige. Also, it's probably not a good look uh, for WWE that it is two women that are now sort of the face of this because What's that. Well, Paige, Paige, in oh, her Paige. situation, of her shouldn't again be public. Yeah. I'm just saying because now it starts to look like maybe there's a little favoritism, maybe there's a little bias or discrimination going on. 
you know, have as anyone else, has it come to the line or the limit? I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Like, uh, it'd be interesting to see kind of like what happens if anyone gets any preferential treatment. Chris Pantaleo, 399, saying if WWE had to go union, does AEW and Impact also? Most certainly they would. I mean, wouldn't you? Okay, so here's the deal. I don't know how this would work, and this is why maybe I shouldn't talk about it as much. Because no, 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 my, we got time. It's Friday night, Matt. Let's solve some I, I problems. I, I don't know how you would do because here's the thing. I think wrestling in general, as a whole, would need to have a union. Mm-hmm. Problem is, independent companies and whatnot. How would they do it? Could they even afford well, it? AEW could impact. I think impact talent's getting like gas money and like a free dinner at the snack bar at this point. I mean, their pay has got to be pretty low. Listen, if the, what do you call um, good brothers are there, dude, they ain't coming. That's true. I know I'm being facetious, but I'm just saying like, there are some impact talents that still have a day job. Uh, By the way, I want to plug really quick. uh, Talking shop of mania. Yes. I will be watching it. Uh, Brett Murphy, $5 saying, saw the video, Matt, of you sworn in as commissioner once again. Congrats, uh, you to man. Thank you, Brett, very, very much. I appreciate that a lot, brother. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Terry Allen Jr. saying, Joe, I'm assuming he means Joe Biden, needs to hire Andrew to accomplish the goal. I don't think that's how Joe Biden's thinking about it. Like, you know, we've got <laughs> this coronavirus saying... thing going on. <laughs> and, and, and I'm still uh, waiting. I am still waiting to, yeah. you know, to be technically our president and whatnot, yeah. right? But, but screw Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon is all I'm thinking about right now. WWE having a union, but uh, come on, Terry. <laughs> yeah, I, I like right. I like the thought, but no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Fh five pounds saying always watch AEW first, then the pod. But with SmackDown, just check the highlights in the podcast. UK fan, hard to stay up late. Yeah. Is it worth yeah. consistently watching? SmackDown was worth consistently it was. watching. Here's the thing, boy, you can get away with the YouTube highlights of it is make sure that you always will see the Roman stuff, I would say. You have to continue to I, – I continue to love the Roman stuff. Yeah. Chris Evans, $5, saying not the same content in the promos, but Roman has some serious Jake the Snake delivery vibes. Calm, cold, chilling. Roman's on another level. Dude, he is killing it with that. That's a great call. I like how the fact that he said he was very clear. You know, not the same content in the promos before he brought up Jake Roberts. Yeah. He, but, but he's right in his calm, cool demeanor and delivery. He, he's killing it. I will say that to me, there's almost nothing scarier than someone that could be almost emotionless. Dude, Kurt Angle taught me that. Kurt Angle taught yeah. me. He's like, Matt, think back when you were like bouncing up because I used to be a bouncer in the summer times when I was in college. And he's like, think back to the guy that you'd have to keep your eyes on the most. In the bar, I'm like, he's like, is it the big steroided up guy going crazy and, and, and trying to walk around like Johnny Tough guy? Or is it the little short Italian guy that walks up to you and goes, hey, you, come here, you big goof. Come down here, you big goof. And he whispers, hang on, let me, let me, let me, let me finish this. And he, whisper, and he whispers in your ear, hey, you big tall goof, I am going to slice and dice you as soon as you get off of work tonight. You see this in my pocket? I could take you out like that. And he whispers it in my, my, my ear, right? He goes, who are you more scared of? The little guy who was confident enough to come up to you and calmly tell you that he's going to take you apart six different ways to Sunday or the big roided up monster who's making all these overtures of how big and tough he is. And I go, probably the small, quiet guy. He's like, that's, he goes, that's what you always need to keep your eyes on. And and, and like, like if in a real life situation. So when you're cutting promos, you don't always have to be yelling and screaming, Matt. And uh, after that, did Kurt go into uh, Eddie Murphy's routine on the subject from Raw about uh, the fight? 
Disco when Rocky comes up. Never mind. Um, watch Eddie no. Murphy Raw, everyone. I, remember, I don't remember that part of it. We'll talk off the air. Uh, oh, Antoine yeah. Fair, $10, saying this is not WWE. This is an old man not understanding that the 21st century and wanting to keep his finger on the talent, but doesn't understand that access is what fans want now. Look it up, up, down, down. Ooh. And that is kind of weird because you're not talking double standard, but they have a deal with Xavier. I think WWE owns it or owns part of it or something, but that's an example where, like, why couldn't they find a way to do Twitch let the talent spearhead it, but have everybody win-win. And just make sure that the talent on tw- on Twitch, if that's what you're going to do, please, I know it's kind of corny nowadays, but try to stay in your character. Don't do anything so far out the realm that will hurt your persona because we're paying you a buttload of money to play a persona on television. I had no problem with WWE saying that if they did, but let them have it. That's theirs. Yes. I, uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I just completely oxymoron myself there. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, T.S. Smitty, $5, saying Matt should pull the Roman. It said, I will not swear in until my opponent acknowledges me as Longwood City Commissioner and head of the table. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> to that end, Madden's Elite, $5, is saying, Matt, will you please tell the people in here the election is not over? And it's true. And unless you acknowledge someone as the head of a table, we've learned it's not over. So, uh, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> um, okay. So, <laughs> we've got through the Super Chats. I'm caught up on the chat room. Let's talk about some SmackDown. Yes. Uh, tonight, we open with Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman out there and interrupted by Drew McIntyre, who's showing mm-hmm. up, setting up a match that's going to be Jay Uso versus Drew later in the show tonight. What do you think of this crossover pre-Survivor Series? I mean... Randy's going to be the champ facing Roman. Drew's facing Randy on Monday. Good way to build interest in that match. But how did it feel to you having Drew, who's uh, very clearly not the champ and not going to be the champ, coming over and trying to mix it up with Roman Reigns? Well, he's taken on Jay, correct? He did take on Jay, yes. But uh, but he was in Roman's face. It kind of made it seem like he was there. Okay. Um, As their champ, you mean? Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was kind of odd to have the uh, contender come over. Yeah, um, it was a good, uh, whatever you want to call it, a good physical look. What am I looking for? It's a good shot, right? Mm-hmm. That's a money shot. Drew and and, and Roman face to face. It just is. Like I'd want to see that. Um, problem is, Drew cannot afford <laughs> to be taking L's, and anybody going against Roman Reigns is taking that damn L. I'm sorry, and. Uh, but anyways, um, I don't know. I see why they did it. You know, I'm not against it. Yeah. It was uh, it was okay. I mean, it just said to me kind of ex- like... It was different. I wasn't expecting him to come out. It seemed like this was a good diversion tonight. I mean, they got a show out of it, right? They got through right. tonight. It didn't feel like total filler. Um, we randomly then had this Apollo Cruz versus Sami Zayn match follow that for the Intercontinental Championship with Sami winning by countout. Yeah, that was a good match. I love that match. Well, it was short, but yeah, it was, but uh, it, was it was great. Sami, it was yeah, great. Sami being Sami. Sami, they should they should give him more to do. I would like Sami to oh, get yeah. almost as much airtime as Roman does every week. Okay, not as much as Roman. <laughs> almost, not, I said almost. Yeah. Um, because then I'd have less Roman. 
I need more Roman right now with what he's doing. But Sammy is hilarious. I love everything he does and says generally. <laughs> like, yeah. I've yet to see him do something. I'm like, yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Well, and then uh, we saw Drew backstage with Adam Pierce setting up the main event with Jey Uso. Again, so Adam Pierce is like the GM of both shows now. This is very weird. I'm happy for Adam Beers privately, but I still don't get any of this. But It will be an unsanctioned fight in the main event tonight. He is an agent. His job in real life is to go over people's matches and say, hey, Matt, you're going over on Joe Blow tonight in a seven-minute match, 80% you, 20% homeboy. Um, Put Matt over strong to whomever. Like, that's the job, right, essentially. So, like, why are we supposed to all of a sudden believe that he's a... I don't know. Figurehead. Honest through Kronoshaw, $5. Roman had the truth line of the night. So when Roman said, I don't watch Raw, it's okay. No one does. P.S. John Shelter should have won the being the lead title in justice. Weird tonight. I get Survivor Series. We want brand supremacy between Raw and SmackDown. But since when does one side attack the other one's ratings? Especially when they're on the decline, creativity is struggling. Like it was a good line because there's a lot of truth in it, but also try to think no, WWE I'll... normally doesn't No, but like... I like this. Uh, here's why yeah. I liked it. Because SmackDown Forever has always been the B show, treated like yeah. the B show, no matter how many better talents were on it. Even back when I was there, that roster, I'm sorry, was better than Raw's. And it, even with Brock Lesnar as our champion, it was yeah. still like it was the B show, even though the talents knew different. But Hunter and Evolution and all them were running Raw at the time. Goldberg was on it as well on Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, and then to, still all the way from then to today. It's yeah. always like Raw's the flagship show. SmackDown's the, you know, redhead stepchild, so to speak. And so I love a SmackDown main event star, you know, telling another Raw main event star, your show sucks, ours is better. Like, I like that. Yeah, it just seemed a little too true. Because when SmackDown got massacred two years ago or a year ago at survivor series the one where it was just like the embarrassing oh yes they weren't like they weren't dissing or taking shots at smackdown's ratings or (laughs) i mean i don't know what's worse actually it's probably worse to have the talent jabroned out that way because what's talent this well because then raw would be punching down in that moment tonight smackdown was punching uh was punching up i felt roman was punching a higher rated show though Technically, yes, it is, but I'm saying as far as what WWE perception, we all know who they view as the number one show. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Nuclear Heat Bobby Burns 499 saying, Keep up the great work, fellas. Just got back from Jacksonville and had a great time of full gear. Morgan, I'm the only true heel on this podcast. Uh, Do I even say yes so he can go with his little circle jerk in the the comment section with his buddies? Do I bother giving him the credit? Although, is that what goes on in the comment section? Where he plays character, he plays wrestler, and probably tries to like piss the commenters off. I don't know. I, I can't read them. But I will say this. Bobby, good job. Uh, he sent me a couple photos while he was at AEW. I okay. thought that was pretty fucking cool to see. I love seeing when our, our guys and gal fans get out there and support, especially AEW. Thank you. Yeah. Justin Lopez, 499, saying The Rock announced he's remaking The Scorpion King. He's only producing it. What if he chooses Roman for the part that helped launch his uh, career 20 years ago? Yeah. I don't know how Roman is as an actor yet. You know, in Hobbs in and movie. Shaw, 
I was like, I ooh, that. Roman Reigns is going to be in this. And like, Roman's barely in it. He just he stands there and nods. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep, that's what I thought. They really over overplayed that one. They did. Yeah, just a little bit, you know? Uh, Chris Evans, $2 in the unsanctioned match that was very sanctioned. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's uh, hold on a second. Take a moment. Thank uh, the sponsor of tonight's show. Mm-hmm. Matt, save your dignity. Put your phone down. I'll try and oh, pop Matt yeah. off screen with this, though. Uh, sponsor tonight's show, which is Blue Chew. Sorry, I'm sorry. Blue Chew's back. Guys, remember the days when you were always good to go. Think about it. If you're old enough to remember what it was like when you had to wrestle with the great conundrums and mysteries of life, like how can you never trust a big button a smile when your anaconda only wants some if they've got buns on? Try and, try and reconcile that in your mind. The great challenges of our youth. If you're old enough to get those references, you could use some Blue Chew. Uh, you, now you can increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed. Well, you're really getting that confidence back. You're getting that performance back with Blue Chew, bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue, like the color of my shirt. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, the scientific stuff, the stuff that you know that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. So you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's chewable. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor and wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. So there's no awkwardness. And you don't have to leave the house. Trust me, you do not want to have to go make a doctor's appointment right now. Uh, if you call the doctor and you're like, hey, uh, I could use some help with my schwanz. They're like, really? This is your top priority right now? <laughs> the good news is Blue Chew. Blue Chew cares and Blue Chew is there for you. So if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. So right now we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code WINC. You're just going to pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code W-I-N-C to try it free. And uh, once again, all you will want to do is a zoom, a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. So thank Blue Chew. Use that code W-I-N-C to try it free at BlueChew.com. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. It's safe, Matt. You can come out now. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, back to the show tonight. Kayla Braxton was backstage with Rey Mysterio and his entire family... And I was looking forward to this match just because they hyped it as it's going to be the end of uh, the Mysterios versus the Messiah. And uh, we'll talk about how they ended that. But then we saw a recap of what happened with uh, Sasha and Bailey. We saw Carmella attacking Sasha um, and more of the build there. Then uh, we had Otis backstage eating Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler taunting him, setting up a match. that was Dolph Ziggler versus Otis. Um, but before can that, you hear, though... Hey, Glenn, Glenn, can yeah, you hear me? I can indeed. I apologize. I don't know what the hell's going on with my uh, camera, my, my screen. Oh. Um, anyways, can I comment on that, or I'll wait for you to finish, and I'll comment. Sorry. No, you, well, I want to talk about Sasha versus Bailey just quickly, because uh, there was actually yes. not much to this. That Sasha right. was out there, she was talking about she's on top of the game, playing the rest of the women's division, and no, on notice... Knows Carmella's watching. Bailey came out, and then Carmella attacked uh, Sasha with a super kick. And it was just kind of—I don't know. This is a big week for Sasha. She uh, her episode of The Mandalorian dropped that she's a guest star on. Matt, oh, I know wow. uh, you've never watched that show, despite your claims a year ago Should that I, you had. I, um, I apologize. But uh, this is Sasha's 
time. I felt like this was a very abrupt yep. segment. And then they go to Otis backstage. Oh, thank God we made time for Dolph Ziggler versus Otis. Everybody just on the edge of their seat to see what's going to happen here. You defend Otis every single episode. Now you're going to finally join the train of he's boring. It's not that he's boring. It's they're not giving him anything of substance. And it's just him with, uh, with uh, Dolph it's and Dol- Bobby. It's Dolph. It's Dolph. Yeah. I, I love Dolph as a, as, a, as a friend, a good guy. Started with uh, him in OVW. But, like, anything he's attached to, unfortunately, because you know nothing's going to come of it for him, hurts who he wrestles. So if he ever wins, right, or he comes out on top of any particular week or any angle, right, he it, it hurts that other talent immensely. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. why even even if a talent beats him, it's like, all right, you beat Dolph. Everybody beats Dolph. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it didn't feel like it meant anything. And then the cherry on top of the suckitude of this was Otis was backstage getting a pep talk from Chad Gable. Uh, Chad Gable, who is no longer Shorty G. Uh, now we see Chad Gable's going to become like Otis's life coach and hype man. Like, uh, this is not the direction I wanted to see things go in. No, no, terrible, terrible, absolutely terrible. Yes, Matt's uh, in a where were you at down at the uh, the Publix <laughs> right now? What are you doing? <laughs> yes. We're just listening to Matt go on a journey. <laughs> this is this is no. theater of the mind, folks, for the uh, audio people listening at home. <laughs> uh, so uh, no holds barred match: Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins tonight. Lengthy match, lengthy, lengthy, lengthy match. Um, this was good, and I liked Murphy interfering, uh, turning on Rollins. I liked Ray paying tribute to uh, Eddie Guerrero 15 years to the day of his death, hitting the frog splash on Rollins for the pin and the win. This was a good finish to a really meddling, uh, middling feud that they just ran into the ground. Um, I wish we would have gotten this kind of a uh, uh, burner of a uh, uh, bomb burner of a uh, finish to this months ago because this was very very good ending then i'm very glad it's over how glad uh exceptionally glad i am uh i am delighted matt i'm tickled pink as it were <laughs> All right, hang on. I heard it's i'm sorry there we go you were tickled uh, pink as it were as it were uh and john foster thank you for five dollars uh just, so here's five bucks. Enjoy. Wow. Uh, I know. Uh, it's Raj's favorite where they, you know, just give him money and we don't have to even acknowledge them. That is uh, his Yes. Um, so I like this. I thought this was good, but I really liked uh, <clears throat> Murphy and Rollins breaking up here. And uh, I mm-hmm. guess I did feel closure that the Mysterio clan has accepted Murphy now after this match. Still kind of weird to me, but yeah. Dude, listen. Uh, what's her name? What's uh, Ray's daughter's name again? Oh, yeah. She is good. I'm being dead serious. I think she's a pretty damn good actress. Yeah. Like, what, some of the stuff they've asked of her, I'm sitting there going, no offense, there's guys and girls backstage that couldn't pull this off as far as the acting portion, I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes it's cheesy, but but again, she's super young. Uh, she's never done this before. And... Uh, I don't know. I just see her continue to get better and better, honestly. Yeah. 
Well, where do they go from here, though? I mean, it's kind of like uh, I, I know this, this has overstayed its welcome. Let's just be honest; it overstayed its welcome, welcome, and jumped the shark at the draft. Right? Remember how pissed off we all were? Like they both got, like the number one thing when Seth Rollins it was known that he was leaving. It was like yes, no more uh, uh, Mysterio Seth Rollins stupid angle anymore, right? And it was like just kidding. The whole Mysterio family is coming over too. <laughs> Well, even this thing, I thought maybe Seth was going to take some time off. Uh, you know, his uh, wife, uh, not with child yet, but soon. Um, but now it looks like we're going to get him and Murphy in a in a singles feud for a little bit. Well, so health, do we know? How I don't far know. Is Becky, like, does she talk about, like, is she pregnant? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's, uh, she's pregnant. She's expecting. I mean, I don't do think she's been. Do we know how far been, along? I don't know. I, th- I, but I don't think she's been super public about it. Because the reason I'm saying that yeah. is not to be super snoopy. You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. Like, like, and like it feels no, weird to know this much nosy, about Nosy, nosy. Um, but the reason I'm asking that is because what you were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. in a perfect world, Seth, you know, nowadays it is a bigger deal, not just to let, you know, uh, um, maternity leave, but actual paternal, paternal leave in a way yeah. as well. That's super, that's super equally as important is because I'm like, oh my God, if I could have been home, when my mm-hmm. wife was going through a pregnancy, we're high risk pregnancy to begin with. Mm. Um, that would have changed everything for her, you know, a big part of her pregnancy going down to the wire, I would say, if I could have been home every day and not on the road wrestling. Um, so let's say that that happens, you know, that this would be a good opportunity for Seth to put Murphy over strong. Now you've created a big star in Murphy that we've all been mm-hmm. waiting for it, right? And then Seth takes some time off, comes back, dumps that stupid character. The you know, yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I think um, Seth versus Murphy could be good. I think <clears throat> it's where do they go from here? You know who suffered the most though in recent weeks mm-hmm. is Dominic Mysterio. Because think about yeah, how great he, he looked for a while. Yeah, with the matches, with what he was getting, yeah. people were like, oh, he's going to go to NXT and go through the system. Now he's just back to being like no, part right. of the family. Like his sister's getting was like upstaging him, you know, his sister. I was just going to say this, his sister to me is the most valuable Mysterio out of the two kids. And I know that's not fair. Not nice to say, wow. but <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm saying <laughs> if you're WWE, no, if you're WWE okay, okay. and we're judging both these kids, I see more range in the daughter, but that doesn't mean Dominic isn't going to continue to grow, mature, get bigger, stronger. Um, he's already good in the ring. Well, and I um, apologize. This might be the most ignorant question. Her promos just, are better. Her promos but, are better. I'm sorry. Does Aaliyah even wrestle? I have no clue. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's where it's, Yeah. Just kind of... Because Dominic showed himself to be very competent as far as debut matches go, especially at his age. Like, Yes. No question. That no question. kid... He's got, uh, a, he's got a bright future. No question. Yeah. He's on a bullet train to start him. So it seems a little weird they would just kind of put him in the background and have him be like the Jack Osborne uh, of, the, of the clan. Yes. Yes. Dude, that is a pretty good analogy, actually. Yes, good comparison. Uh, sad, but yes. Sad. Have you seen Jack Osborne lately, though? Dude, like, got hardcore into MMA. Like, really? He's, he's like ripped. Hmm. Good for him. Yeah, real, real turnaround there. Um, John Foster, ten dollars. Wow. Uh, sorry, didn't know how to work paying and ask a question. Saying first time payer, long time listener. Thank you. Uh, what are your thoughts on Randy Orton paying his respects to Eddie on social media? If you've seen that. I didn't see, I don't know why that's quote unquote. Oh, um, no. I, I didn't see it, John. I apologize. My apologies. I didn't see it. 
but um, I don't see anything wrong with that. Is there something supposed to be bad about that? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm looking now. I'm trying to see if I can. I don't want to uh, answer for it because I didn't read it. I know. Which is. Uh, if he was being Oh, sincere. no. Here we go. Here we go. Um, oh, okay. Here. I can show what it is on the Instagram. Let me uh, share my screen here. Tab. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to read this aloud. Uh, Randy Orton posted on Instagram, 15 years ago, me along with the rest of the crew wore an armband with EG on it. I was able to do some digging and find mine from that day. It was our way of paying tribute to one of the best performers and people in our locker room. Don't remember a lot from back then, but I remember that day. I remember getting to the arena and hearing the devastating news. I think I wrestled Cena that night. None of our heads were in it because of our tremendous loss. Today, no, today I know many people around the world will watch some Eddie Guerrero classics in remembrance of his talent. I'll be doing the same hashtag Eddie Guerrero hashtag RIP hashtag Viva La Raza. Awesome, awesome story. Yeah. Awesome share by Randy. I love that he shared that. That's cool. I'm telling you Randy, guys, yeah. being a dad changes your galaxy. Galaxy. What the hell am I doing in politics? Are you kidding me? I hated politics. What the hell am I Randy's doing? Here, right. Being a dad changes your galaxy. You guys, it changes your everything. Randy is an example of it as well. Um, although, like, I was just thinking about this, and it's like Randy has been a dad for quite some time. It feels like only this year that he's been a young, young, young dad who's on the road. Yeah, all the time, more than he wasn't on the road. Now you know, he has timeshare. He's able to get exactly. more time off. It's different. That's got to be he's a not trip. The only one, and he's not yeah. the only one. I could tell you someone with Joe. I could tell you AJ. I could tell you. So many of them, when I became a dad, like, see, we couldn't tell you this. We couldn't explain it in words of what happens. Yeah. You know? But they're like, damn, we weren't expecting you to retire. <laughs> we kind of predicted that one. Um, so what else do we got there? Just looking. Um, oh, so we saw this backstage promo. This Natalia thing with the boat, with the best of all time. How's this working out for you, Matt? I think it's original something new, new is it? right i feel but like i've never heard of it before boat well i mean goat wasn't really a thing up until the ll cool j record maybe yeah that was where i first heard it but yeah but 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 as far as that goes like it gives natalia something sure i love Do you think, natalia nightheart i think she's fantastic she's exceptionally talented do you think she and i mean this in the the best way possible from her social media she could be a little bit of a goofball like her sense of humor she's quirky oh, very um, quirky. So, so sometimes i wonder if it's something she came up with that they like or if they pitch her stuff and she's a good sport and goes along with it you know what i mean like yeah because she's had some know. bad bad yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys one right now and it drove me nuts and i, I hated that they did this to her was when michelle mccool and I forget her partner were doing the mean girl stuff and they were, they made her do like the, uh, they, they, they did something to put like the Jim Neidhart goatee on her on Natty. They drew it on her mm -hmm. and it, it, it was, it was really mean. Um, so they put her in some stupid positions and spots before to embarrass her, um, or make her do some stupid comedy. That I'm sure she didn't want to do a flatulence gimmick. Kind of like, yes. Like Mickey James too. They did the same mm -hmm. to Mickey. Um, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, it's mean spirited sometimes, yes. but uh, that's why you want to see her still continue to get work, get on TV, 
So when you tell me, hey, Matt, what do I think of boat? It's like, I remember all that crap they put that girl through. And it's like, I love it. It's the best thing ever. Here's <laughs> here's my feeling on it. This is the time where it comes out to you. If you told me, well, you know, it was Natalia's idea. She started saying it and they let her say it on air. It was the thing I'd be like, oh, well, that's clearly the greatest gimmick ever then. And it was like, no, WWE's forcing on her. I'm like, why are they so mean to Natalia? Like, that's entirely <laughs> how my head works when it comes to Natalia. It's entirely about, is she on board with it or is she reluctantly going along with it? Right. Gotcha. I have no credibility when it comes to Natalia that way. No, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I like that they're trying to still build her a bit. They're giving her some place, but yeah. you know, I think the cool thing about Natalia is you can always credibly put her into a title program. Oh yeah. Um, use her to build new talent, but it's it was credibility. Weird. Absolutely. But right after this, it was weird that Chelsea green just appeared, smiles at Adam Pierce. We go back to commercial. Then we come back and we have a survivor series qualifying match. Natalia versus Liv Morgan versus Tamina Snuka. And at the last minute, Chelsea green gets added. Chelsea green comes in dominates, but then it looks like she got injured in her, debut match which is very unfortunate um and i believe based on what i'm seeing online they called an audible and live won the match getting the pin uh, on tamina so uh was Green, supposed to win yeah she uh, never Damn came it. back in and was barely seen after uh the injury oh no i didn't know she was shoot hurt um i feel bad for her she's waited a while yeah yeah you know oh <sighs> I mean, this is like, it's, it's frustrating because this is, um, one, this was, uh, a poor introduction. I'm just going to say it like, not there if was she no, won, it wouldn't have been. no, 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 but hear me out on this. No hype package, no, uh, promo beforehand or something where she comes out and gets to show her charisma, which I think she has a lot of, um, they give her the dominant spot in the match and commentary was trying to put her over, but I don't think they did a very good job of it. And then because of the injury, it just seemed sort of, uh, like, uh, just a half-assed introduction. And I know it's not her fault with being injured, but I don't think they set this up. This was not Lars Sullivan debuting on the main roster. This was not well, even not Lacey Evans debuting on the main roster. Okay. I'm not saying that's not a fair point, you know? But uh, I'm just happy. Listen, when there's talents like that that have been waiting so damn long, yeah, finally call them up already. Like, come on, um, you know, you're personally happy that they got the call up. Uh, she was gonna get the win, so that says something about what they think of her, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'd love to have I would have loved to have a video package made for me, uh, before I debuted randomly on Team Lesnar, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, take what you get. So Madden's elite with two dollars wants to know, Matt, what do you think of retribution? Do you think of retribution? Madden's elite. Are you asking me really quite real questions right now? I feel bad you just wasted two dollars for me to go. I hate it. It was stupid. There's stupid names. There you go. If it was just Ali and Mia Yim, be an A plus. Well, no, I also okay, okay. Let me take that back. Give me the two big guys' names again. Uh, so Slapjack team. and uh, no, no, the real names. Come on, Dominic Dijakovic and Dio like him. I like both of their looks, especially Dio Madden's look. With hate the those mask. Oh, I hate oh but uh, Dio Madden looks cool. He's the only one I think it looks cool on. Yeah, but whatever. It looks just like so that's cool. Buck 99 saying Chelsea broke her wrist. They're saying, ah, just you know, bad, it's just bad timing. That sucks. That really does suck, man. Broken wrist. I wonder how long that takes. 
Yeah, well, she, I mean, she's not going to be back for Survivor Series if that was the plan. Um, and I wonder which which hand it is. Is it her dominant hand? Oh, is yeah. Not? Could she work around it? Is that even possible? I don't know. Because it seemed kind of abrupt with her leaving NXT after doing the Robert Stone thing. Like, it's, and I don't think it has anything to do with we, her being engaged to Zack Ryder, who was let no. go from the company earlier. But I'm just no, saying, she's had like a really like weird year. Um, and this is just, uh, I mean, I, I feel bad. I feel bad. I think she's exceptionally talented, has a she bright is. future ahead of her. And she still uh, does. Yeah. I yeah, hope she comes we, back we, and they we, figure we, out what to do with her. We, we have another company. Yeah. We have another company yeah. for these girls to go to, these guys to go to and get over. So. Speaking of which, Jude Jacob, $3, saying should Absolutely. AEW go after Zelina Vega now she's released. They need to do it ASAP and find a way to do it where she's not breaking her non-compete, yeah. but just get the rumor mill started somehow. Let Tony Khan say something like complimentary of her, something. Something to get people to know that she's coming to AEW. You're going to want to tune in on day 91. Um, So backstage, we had Big E mm-hmm. and hanging out with the Street Profits. Yeah, I mean, okay, it's not good uh, when they're doing this. It draws the instant comparison, right? It's like we want unique tag teams. Draws the instant comparison. It's like Biggie's hanging out with another African American tag team backstage, but then to have Biggie sort of lampshade that and call it out and be like, "You guys are New Day light, Diet New Day, Great Value New Day, New Day knockoff." It's like. Biggie should be nowhere near this, and the him dissing them does not do them any favors. It, I agree with everything you just said. Actually, I do. Yeah, I, like he should be nowhere. Bad. He should be getting ready to be groomed for a heavyweight championship run. Is what they should be doing with him, not putting him in backstage grab ass segments where they're they're making they're trying to desperately remind us. Or, or, or you know what I mean to make to automatically make these comparisons of them in New Day, which again I'll argue, you know, is not good in how they're doing it this way. Uh, you know, I don't want to go over the line and say what you know overtly what 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 it makes me think. But it, again, it's what yeah. we talked and touched on in the past. Like, are you kidding me? They, they can't. You have to put them in, a, in the same segment together because they're African-American or in other luchador uh, angles. That's always luchador versus luchador. I would you say know, the th- same thing. In fairness, if Street Profits came over and got into a, uh, a series of anything you could do, I can do better with heavy machinery. I'd be like, well, this seems very like strangely reminiscent of, uh, you know, who they were just feuding against on raw with their stuff mm-hmm. with the Viking Raiders. Um, I mean, yes. I think, diversity doesn't just mean uh you know skin color or cultural background i mean it means even different opponent types but what they had them saying in these segments and making those comparisons yes it makes your mind go there and i don't think that's that's so stupid and again it goes to my point they're missing the boat on again i'm not trying to be we are the world we are the children here folks but i'm being sincere when i say we should be they should be trying to mix and match as many different backgrounds because they have it. They have the diversity. They have so much different people from many different countries, cultures, backgrounds, religions, the whole nine. They do have a lot. Yeah. I want to see those matchups. I want to yeah. see the different matchups from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different uh, 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 race, different everything. 
Well, and just you know even I mean? different look. I mean, we've talked about this. Like, there's something to be said for it's. We talked about this all the time. It's the fighting game idea when you're playing Street yes. Fighter, Mortal Kombat. That's where I get it from Street Fighter. Street yeah. Fighter. You want a contrast of opponents. I want different fighting styles. I want yep. different gear looks. I want to just have, uh, you know, Blood no sport. two matches look the same. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yes, on many levels, this segment was bad. And uh, the biggest travesty, though. Down. It brings yes. Biggie down. And exactly. it hurts two really freaking charismatic, funny as hell, sky's the limit with their potential uh, tag team. Sky's really the limit, though, for the one of them. What's his name again? I always butcher it. Uh, Montez Ford. Montez Ford. He is friggin' money. God, he's money. Yeah. <sighs> it's not good. It's not good. For any of them, this no, entire segment. It's not. And, no, and I'll argue, uh, okay, to give you a different backdrop, he was playing Trivial Pursuit last <laughs> week. Like, so, like, come on. That is not the guy that should be ripped, that I envision when the bell rings, ripping people's, again, heads off and bleeping down their necks. Yeah. Like, like seriously, build him like you did Brock. Plus, he's 10 times more charismatic than Brock. Ten the times. chat room seems to be convinced that Big E is going to betray the New Day at Survivor Series. Oh, okay. So if that happens, I'm in. Yeah, but... Because I'm telling you, listen to me. It's, it, listen, this is why this would work. He would be a step below Roman, okay? As a big monster heel, get a good heel run under him, right? But as a face... They don't have it. You see what's happening. They don't know how to book a face. They damn sure don't know how to book a big face, a monster face. Yeah. They only know how to do it as a heel. So book them as a monster heel. Let them nail everybody. Every, let them just destroy everybody every week. Build him. Build that monster. Continue to feed him. Give him a year. But don't have him align with the Street Profits. You know, Justin Timberlake oh, Justin no. Timberlake didn't leave sync to go join the Backstreet Boys. No, 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 no. Just use it as your impetus to turn him heel. That's all I'm saying. Yes. No, if they do that, they turn him heel and he goes with it. No, 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 no. That's where I'm saying it gets a little weird because it, it, it veers Monte them back in the direction we don't no. want them to veer in. No, and then, then that tag team would then have to be heel. No, they're not a heel. There's tag the team, point. Dude. Bernie DC is he should kick all their asses and leave them all okay. in there. I'm in for that. And he should hold all four tag belts at the end. Okay. Anything with him destroying people, I'm in on. Yes. Uh, B-Money04, I got your super chat. We're going to talk about that uh, at the end of the show. But lastly, the unsanctioned match, Drew McIntyre versus Jay Uso. Roman coming out, making a cameo here. I thought Jay was going to win this match, which, again, this is just me on the Jay Uso hype train. Uh, I know, but- I know, but this is why this wasn't – okay, this is why it was exciting at first that Drew came out of nowhere and was on yeah. the show. But this is why it wasn't smart because you damaged your baby face that you've got going against your champion. So I don't yeah. know. It was good, but yeah. I mean, you know, I'm whatever. with you. It was a good match. I like Jey Uso getting opportunities. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not rooting for the people they want me to be rooting for lately. Which is frustrating. Um so overall, what what do you give this episode of uh of the SmackDown? Excuse me. <clears throat> Um, for SmackDown, because SmackDown has been red hot for me. It's been my next to NXT, my favorite, my second favorite WWE program. Raw is my last favorite. Um, 
judging on the past SmackDowns that I've really dug with Roman, especially, right? Uh, six and a half. But normal SmackDown rating, like not SmackDown being really good with Sasha Bailey, with Roman. SmackDown's been really good these last two to three months now. It's been better than it normally was, right? So I'm taking that into account with my score, where I would normally just give them a seven, seven and a half. Hmm. But because they've been doing so good, tonight's was not a good show for me tonight. Not a good episode. Yeah. Everyone seems to be thinking that I'm tweeting right now. And I think they mean the Wrestling Inc. Twitter. And it's like, other people do that. I'm not tweeting while we're doing the podcast. Yeah, I don't do the Wrestling Inc. Twitter. I can't even get retweeted by the Wrestling Inc. Twitter half the time. Can you give me one second to use the restroom and come back and answer questions if I have to still? Yeah, Matt's going to use the restroom. He's going to come back and answer questions. Uh, My night, you know what made my night tonight was I got a video tweet from Every Apocalypse who, uh, after hearing me talk about the other night, decided to try hard kombucha and uh, has given me his experiences with that on Twitter. Um, I like it when people get excited about the things I get excited about. That is the reason why I do this podcast. The feedback from the chat, yes, the chance to hang out with Matt Morgan and Raj Geary, and occasionally Justin LaVar when he can be bothered to show up. Uh, I enjoy talking with them. I enjoy talking in the chat room. I love hearing from the chat room the kind notes we get uh, from people. I get them on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And every one of them, I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe someone listens to this podcast and cares enough, cares enough to share their thoughts and say, hey, I really like this or this made me laugh. But I do have to say the thing that I like the most is when I get excited about a video game or a movie or a TV show or music or hard kombucha and talk about it. And then somebody tweets at me that inspired them to try something or check it out. And they're excited about it as well. For me, those are the parts where I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I get to do this podcast. Uh, I should be paying Raj Giri money to do it. Well, that's Raj's dream, at least if you listen to him. Uh, and it's practically like I am because time is worth more than money. But anyhow, Matt Morgan's back. Just baby Sorry. facing it up with the chat room. Sorry. Uh, B Money 04 with the 499 Super Chat asks, Matt, do you remember where you were when you heard the news about Eddie Guerrero's passing? That was 15 years ago today. <clears throat> also, do you have any favorite Eddie matches or moments? What? So it was the exact date again? Yeah, November. I believe it was today, 13th. Right. The reason I'm asking that is because it was right before I got sober. Oh, wow. Um, I've been sober 14 years. Um, so this was, I, I still remember, this was something that made me think about using. It made me think about, am I doing too much? Is this going to happen to me? It, is my heart going to seize? Um, you know, because I'm putting all this shit in my body. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a, I can tell you right now my rationalization. No, I'm fine. I'm going to be okay because this is all I'm doing. I'm not taking other things that speed up my heart rate versus along with taking painkillers and things like that, that slow down my heart rate, especially Mm. sleeping pills and things like that at nighttime. Um, So I'll I'll be okay. This won't happen to me. Like I remember the rationalizations going on in my head, the addict all up here trying to be like, no, this, this isn't a warning, Matt, you know, don't worry. You'll be fine. You know, like I remember that like yesterday. So number one, I cried, obviously felt terrible for Chavo. I felt obviously terrible for, for, for the Guerrero family, but Eddie, like it was very unexpected. 
and it was a straight gut shot, right? Yeah. Just, just cut right, right, wide, wide open. It felt like, and then like it just it lingered. And this bo- that bothered me, man, for weeks, like weeks. This bothered me. This one did, and uh, you know, because until then it was all like guys I didn't wrestle with that were passing. It was the Eddie. Mm-hmm. Eddie. It was like the Mister Perfect. You know that that generation of wrestlers uh, before me. Um, here was one that was from, yes, he was older than me, but you know, I've been on the same show with him, shared the same locker room, shared the same vehicle with him. Um, you know, shared Christ with me at a time that I really needed, needed to start delving in back into that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but really I remember the most was the, the, my own demons talking to me and rationalizing myself that, Oh, this one, you'll be okay. You know, and we, you know, I don't want to say that's how Eddie passed and whatnot, right? But um, I'm just telling you what my reaction was. It sucked, man. It sucked so bad because he was like one of the most. It's not exaggerated when everyone says, "Oh, every everybody loved Eddie." That's not exaggerated. Mm-hmm. That's that's fact. So it sucked. Uh, do you have any favorite Eddie matches or moments? Well, yeah, I kind of just shared that with him, Sean Christ, well, with me. So that's yeah. It. No, no, that, understood. It, it is interesting to your point. Um, I think it is an interesting evolutionary point in life when someone you consider a peer passes away, because like you said, it's one thing when you lose a grandparent as a child or someone that's much older and you can reconcile, well, they were old, uh, but I do think it, uh, it does have a very, very interesting impact. It, has, it makes it very real is what it does. And it immediately makes you hug your family a little bit harder. Right when you see them, you get off the road. Um, I remember that because I was going back and forth to Japan at this time. Um, Jindrak was really close with Eddie, very mm-hmm. close. And I remember him taking it really rough. Everybody took it rough, man. But I just really vividly remember weeks on end, just my constant rationalizations in my head yeah. that I'm okay using at the rate I'm using. I'll be fine. Terrible, man. Terrible. Yeah, 38. I mean, that's... Uh, Isn't that... Yeah, man. It's crazy. I'm 44 now. Like, Yeah. Dude, I would have been dead years ago. I should have died seven to eight different times from overdosing. Wow. Well, we're... I mean, your family, <laughs> the city of Longwood, the fans of this podcast. I mean, everyone's very, very... I mean, your recovery story is inspiring, Matt, and uh, the way that you've turned that around. Um, on a different and somewhat whimsical note, Terrence Witted $5 asking if we're ever going to start another channel like Matt and Glenn react. We totally should. Terrence, we should. We 100% should. I agree. We just don't have the time. I mean, me with my video games and you with, you know, running a city and being a father. <laughs> really, it's Glenn, like the same Glenn, when you think Glenn runs an empire. Don't let him fool you. Yeah, but I, I have to make time in the middle of the night. You know, Glenn I mean, a I media mogul. I think it's important to, to, for lack of a better word, it's important to goof off or have oh, something yeah. that's not related to work. I mean, for you, it's working out, which, believe me, if I wish that was it for, it, me. it for me. This yeah, is it for true. me, too. This is definitely well, a release for me. When, when it's good. Like, I don't like, yes. I mean, yes. we've said this. Okay, I'm, just to be keep it 100 with the audience here, I can't believe I'm using this yeah. term, keep it 100. Like, mm-hmm. I'm 44 years old. Uh, doing this podcast has never worked, but man, watching wrestling, watching WWE is mm-hmm. work. Right now, 
it is. Yeah, so I, it's like yeah, I, yeah. I like if I had a choice, my wife would love, love to hear this. Should not tell her this. If I had a choice, uh, I'd much rather you know like clean out my office, take out the garbage, do any of the number of chores she's been bugging me to do. I would right. actually rather do that than watch Raw most weeks. Yes, I know. I agree one hundred percent. And it's it's rough, man. It's rough, but. Again, not kissing ass because we don't make any money off your chats, FYI, me or Glenn. All right. Well, we don't. So I'm not saying this to blow smoke up their butts. Um, yeah. a, lot, a lot of our release, in case you can't tell, is we take forever to get into the SmackDown recap. And we want to talk about anything else but it. And then once it's over, we're still shooting this shit right now because we like to answer the questions that you guys ask or comments that you add to the conversation. That's the release if, this, if SmackDown or Raw doesn't give it to me. And in fact, this year... Given the ever-changing world. Now, Matt, I know with your oh, yeah. uh, city duties and whatnot, you are a more <laughs> social person than me. But I swear to God, like outside of work, I, you know, and uh, my wife and my cats, like you, Raj, and Justin are the only people I talk to on a regular yeah. basis. This is my outlet. Yep. Yeah. 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 And it feels like these guys are our friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. We talk smack and I cut heel promos on them from time to time, but they do feel like our friends. Yeah. No, and I value each and every one of them, and uh, they're the ones that make this podcast worth doing. Kevin Irving, $5, saying 205 Live had an incredible Fatal 5-Way, hands down one of the best matches of the year. Absolutely incredible. Ooh. The show wow. doesn't get enough credit. I'll admit, I forget that 205 Live is still a thing. Kevin, you just sold me on going to the network and watching it now. Seriously. Okay, I'll watch it. There you have it. There you have it. Well, on that note, folks, it's 1124 on the East Coast. Mr. Matt Morgan, uh, fresh from his uh, adventure going to a Publix and then using a public restroom. Um, I'm not at Publix, you goof. I'm still here in my driveway. I had to go and go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, really quick. Hang on, really yeah. quick. Before you go, I didn't get a chance yeah. to talk to you about this yet. Did oh. you see that NXT UK match? No. Which one? All right, chat room. Help me out here because I'm terrible with names. Um, uh, was it old girl or old Vol boy? Old boy, Volter. No, it's Volter versus Dragonoff. I think his name is. Okay. D dude, you I have to watch. Okay, this. I'll you check it out. Have to watch this match, Glenn. Promise me you'll watch it. I will. I texted check out it to both you and Raj, and I don't. Did ever you text you guys matches? Yes, I did. Okay, I will. I will check it out. I got my new iPhone today. Maybe I'll have to look through my texts and see if. I'll it's text there. you again if you didn't get it, because I'm telling you. You okay. would be like, holy crap, these guys killed each other. And it was original and how they did it. I can't. I know the match you're speaking of. I did I say his name wrong? Is it Dragon? Walter? I don't know who the match, but I know the match you're talking about. The I know the Walter had a crazy Bro, match recently. It was the match of the year for me. I'm being dead ass serious. Yes. Go watch uh, it, please. Walter with Ilja Dragonov. Yes. Dude, you have to see this. Please promise me you'll see it. I will check it out. I will check it right. out. I, I got to watch something, man. Like lately, just watching the weirdest shit lately. Like you what? Know? Well, more 80s commercials, more old like music video shows and things like that. Um, so that comes on my YouTube feed now that you started me on that. Oh, the 80s kick. commercial vault? Yes. Dude, 80s commercial vault is like the ultimate background. Uh, but then you end up Googling stuff because you see commercials and you're just yes. like, like I was watching Fruit by the Foot commercial the other day and i was like why were they trying to make remember the early 90s everything was like rebellion it was like a kid it was like screw you i'm not gonna eat your old-fashioned fruit i'm gonna eat my fruit by the foot like everything was yes. an act of rebellion that was marketed towards children in the early 90s now you say it that way at the time i don't think i picked up on that but now i do 
Yes. Yeah, it was like, screw you, popcorn. I'm gonna eat my pop secret that comes in different colors. It was like, it was like, yes. it was like a marketer watched one episode of The Simpsons and went, you know, kids like this Bart <laughs> Simpson guy. We're gonna make everything an act of defiance. Yes. Yeah, but seriously, that's true, especially with like the fruit wrinkles, the fruit roll-ups. Yes. Uh, fun fruits. It fruit was crazy. Fruit, like you said. Yeah. All the video game commercials, everything was just screw you, old man. You can't tell me what to do. And it was like, yeah, yes. it was, uh, it's an interesting time to be alive. But no, I mean, I've been uh, doing that. I've been playing games. I've just been uh, kind of, you know, and I, for me, like, I'm, I think I'm finally done with cable news. I'm like in the period where it's like, okay, oh, bro, we're going to sort of no. sunset that for yeah. a bit, you know, Dude, it's just too you, much. You, you have to, you have, have to. to, you'll go crazy. You, you'll, you will hate our world. Yes. Uh, Chris Bentley, 499 says, forget Survivor Series 97. My making it to Walmart checkout to buy a PS5 and Xbox to get the rug pulled under me. Entering payment is the biggest. Wow. Uh, yeah, this is a big screw job. Uh, I'm confused about uh, well, all he's saying he that said. He made it to the checkout. Okay, so with the PS5 and the Xbox, there was an issue with bots. So was happening. So if you look at Twitter, people are like, oh, I finally scored a PS5. Like right. People were trying for days. To buy yeah, these, but so many and bots are overloading to... the system. You get it in your cart, you go to checkout, and uh, when you're entering the payment, it'll be like, well, it's like buying tickets to Ticketmaster. You think you've got it, and then you enter your card, and you're like, sorry, these disappeared before you could check out with it, uh, essentially. So, I've, so I've, per- I've, I've. Oh, so he's purchasing it online. Yeah. What is my stomach doing? I apologize if my mic is picking that up. I think I need to. No, we didn't hear any of that. You just outed me. yourself, though. I um, just, I. I yes. yes. Uh, Wait, wait, hang on. Explain that better to me, though. Is he checking out, like, online? Yeah, I believe so. Because obviously he's not taking an empty box to the cash register at Walmart and buying an empty box with PS5. That would be even worse. But no. And he comes back, like, when it comes in. Okay. All right. Just checking. Remember that was an issue with, like, kids, like, buying Nintendo games and then, like, filling the boxes with rice and returning them? Like, reshrapping them? Yes. I do. Yes. Well, it's like with the wrestling figures that happens where people like take the parts and make customs and then return like uh, it's a Matt Morgan figure in a Ryback package, you know? Ryback is one of them that that happened with. I forget who the other person was with it, but yes. Yeah. I'm just going to say if you can't get a PS5 or an Xbox, I got an Oculus Quest 2. It's $299. It is virtual reality finally done right. And I'm pleased as punch with my purchase decision. Please, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a good time. Uh, Alejandro Villarreal, two dollars. That was a hell of a match. I don't, Alejandro, I apologize. I don't remember what you're. Oh, the Walter match. Oh, yeah, you will Got love it. it, Glenn. You will love it. Promise. I will check it out. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna watch New Mutants this weekend. Uh, the comic book movie I've been looking forward to for years. Huh. Were you a big comic book guy as a kid, man? Yeah, I don't remember New Mutants, though. Okay, so X-Men were oh. like... Remember, X-Men were originally teenagers back in the 60s. Got and it. Then right, when, I, know you, I know what it is. Yeah, so All when right. we were growing up, X-Men were like in their 20s and 30s, and yep. then New Mutants were the new teenage X-Men yep. team, like X-Men in training. Now, the movie has been delayed for like three years. I've heard it's not very good, but I'm excited just to see these characters. that I They were my favorite characters because they were the closest in age to me when I was growing up. Right. So I really liked reading a comic book that was about people just a little bit older than me. So I'm excited the movie's finally hitting video on demand. I almost went to a, to a drive-in to see this when it got its limited theatrical release. That would have been ago. cool, a drive-through, right? Well, drive, the nearest drive-in's like three hours from here. 
Like, oh, and I was, no, and, no. yeah. And then we had to figure out cause my wife drives a Prius. We were like, can we run the battery that long to have the right. stereo going? It was a whole thing. Uh, so I'm excited to finally watch new mutants. I don't care if it's not very good. I yeah, grew up no. loving these characters. It's the last Fox Marvel movie. Uh, and you know what else? I saw somebody point out this year, Matt, this is going to be the first year without a Marvel universe film because everything got delayed because of the pandemic. Wow. Well, it's about damn crazy. time. No offense. <laughs> Because they make so much money off this stuff, man. I know. I'm looking forward to Black Being Widow. I think that's going to be good. Oh, you who know? plays Black Widow? No, it's still Scarlett Johansson, but it's a Black Widow oh. standalone film. Oh, instead of just having it, yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. Uh, but on the DC side, I mean, uh, Wonder Woman's delayed. It's supposed to come out Christmas Day. That's not happening. Wonder Woman was so damn good. I still think that's incredibly underrated. The original. The new one... The new one, 1984, uh, the trailer for that is one of the best trailers I have ever seen. The way they took New Order's Blue Monday, Monday and mixed yeah. it, even with the gunshots with the drumbeat, all that shit. That was, I like, and I'm not a big DC stand, but that trailer is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. So Did high. you not like the first Wonder Woman? Okay, here's what I didn't like. The explanation I, of like how there's like thousands of them? I, I thought No, that, that was, was cool. cool. Yeah. At the end, when it was something like love gave her the power... To, like okay. that just seemed kind of little yeah. not the most cathartic like wonder woman's great and gail godot is fantastic i thought she was a superstar since um fast and the furious films mm -hmm. uh she's great but i just thought that like the the climax of the first wonder woman film i was just like mm, i don't know uh birds of prey came out scene. this year though so we did get one dc movie this year right but the fight scenes in wonder woman i, I thought were awesome they were good they were good. I just think with um, superhero stuff, you know, it's a little, there's so much of it now. Like yeah. there's so much of it. And ever since Deadpool and with Marvel, like everything's so humor based now, like I want, I want different stuff. So new mutants, I'm excited because they did this more like a horror film where it's them all meeting together. They're all in like a hospital. They don't know what's going on. Like this is more of a, uh, the drawn comparison to Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Which is my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I, I think Dream Warriors is actually better than the first Nightmare on Elm Street in many ways. Uh, so I'm excited to watch New Mutants. At least it'll be something different. I'll probably be horribly disappointed. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. So anyhow, on that note, folks, Matt Morgan, get some rest. Uh, Monday Night Raw. We'll be back here Monday. Me, Matt, probably Raj. We'll see you then on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take Bye, care. guys.